0: Listening to the Sage Hill Podcast on Addiction with Dr. Chip Dodd and Phil Herndon. This is a new weekly podcast recorded at the Center for Professional Excellence. Hey, everybody! Welcome back in the Sage Hill Podcast. It's Phil Herndon along with Chip Dodd. Hello, Chip. Hey, Phil. Good morning. We're uh, yeah, it is morning, isn't it? It's usually afternoon. It's yeah, uh, it is. it's still morning here on a, a Friday morning here in Cold Murfreesboro. I've um, been doing a series on the steps. And uh, last time we did the fifth step, so I guess part better do sixth and the seventh today. <laughs> you, you up for that? I am. <laughs> yeah, <Okay. laughs> yeah. Long morning already. Well, you're practicing counting. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd go all the way to ten. It <laughs> was reminding me of a story. <laughs> I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's, that's a, <laughs> uh, the principal. <laughs>
1: yeah. and then the second grade goes <laughs> to the third grade, and the third oh, grade goes man. to the fourth grade, and the teacher sat and listened to the principal go all the way through high school so yeah
0: yeah you reminded me he went through 12 like we're gonna do that's right um so to the steps and um you know last time we talked about how we're really stepping off into territory and so we're stick step to sixth step today read this way we're entirely ready to have god remove all the defects of character all these defects of character and so we uh, people familiar with the big book and and twelve step recovery, particularly AA, know that this is a step that many have said that yeah. you know this separates a men from the boy, So yeah. we
1: read seven too, also
0: rather read step seven. Yeah, because
1: six and seven are so I mean do you, so tied together. Yes. I mean they're all tied together, but I mean six and seven seems to be very yeah. Yeah, like,
0: seven step just says, you know, based on the preparation of step six, being entirely ready. Step seven is when we—there's a key word in there—we humbly ask God yeah. to remove our shortcomings yeah. and character defects. So, yeah, so those two for sure go together. So step six, we're entirely ready. Step seven, we're humbly asking for yeah. something. Yeah, Hey, when you talk
1: about—it's like, uh, what 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 would you say—what do you talk about related to entirely ready? Where do you go personally with entirely ready? Because it's not just one and done. Yeah, it's continuous. Because you know when we get to the, like you've talked so often about all twelve steps are tied together, tied mm-hmm. together, and we're doing we're doing one, two, and three every time we do ten. Mm-hmm. You know, ten's mm-hmm. I mean, a combination, a growth combination, mm-hmm. acorn to oak tree. So when entirely ready, what happens for you
0: in an entirely ready? Emotionally, fear. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, like, God, it's so scary. Wait a minute. Entirely, uh, I mean, I'm ready pretty much, Yeah. but that's not entirely. Right. You know? uh-huh. So, yeah, fear for sure. And then mentally, it, it really does, in my fear, it really does literally take me back to first step territory. Like, okay, entirely ready means I got to be in surrender. Yeah. Or I'm not entirely ready. If I'm mm-hmm. not making an admission of my great powerlessness. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not in submission to the God who can restore me to sanity, if I'm not turned my life over to Him, if I haven't done a thorough, fearless moral searching, in, searching fearless mm-hmm. moral inventory uh, of those things, and then told another human being about it, then I'm not entirely ready. Yeah, you know, I, I too, uh,
1: William, uh, youngest son. Um, in fact, it's it's interesting. Just today, uh, he's he's taking an exam. Uh, law school exam. It's his fourth one uh, of six. He's got a really heavy load this time, and uh, he he's told me about his preparation. Uh, he said, uh, "You know, Dad, I, I he was headed over to the the school. I I know the material. I prepared. Um, I'm 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 ready to go. Uh, I, I possibly." could make one of the highest grades in the class i could also make a b (laughs) (laughs) that's true and so and he literally was describing to me the uh entirely ready Uh uh-huh uh though i mean i brought everything i've got to this situation i've given everything i have and we all know that there's always more you know what i'm Uh, saying we we, there's always more every time I, i i do a Recognition of powerlessness, and you know, you and I both know that as as powerlessness, if we admit powerlessness over X. That that X ultimately, if we really find the freedom that 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 the process is made to give us, and I mean the process bigger than the process, and mm. God owns it, mm-hmm. that we're admitting powerlessness over life. Do you know that yeah. we're a living, breathing serenity prayer? So yes. to me, entirely ready I means prepared. And also, I always think of uh, Daniel. uh, It's I always think of him as a resolved person. He's the guy that Daniel and the lions. Then Daniel Mm -hmm. that stood up to Nebuchadnezzar. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, They told him not to stop praying, to stop getting on his knees, to stop giving himself to his God, but to worship something else. Well, Daniel was resolved. Uh, He he could not do otherwise. Uh, he couldn't get away from how he was made and who he was made to be and whose he was made to be. He was already sold out as a like this is the way, the truth, and the life. I can't do otherwise. So I think of entirely ready as prepared and then resolved. Mm-hmm. Um, he would not stop getting on his knees, and 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 he was still sent to the lines then because he was resolved. But his resolution uh, let him, it prepared him for come what may. Yeah. So I think of being prepared as much as we can be within the context of there's always more even as we you know we did that last podcast about the the recovery is about multiplication and addition uh-huh. that we're opening a door we've run away from we've actually gone back to and opened it and found out that we actually have a house with many rooms in it mm-hmm. and we're about unlocking and expanding our experience of ourselves and hopefully to move towards the rest of our lives that have have the steps in them but it's an expansion of ourselves into becoming generative uh addition uh, adding uh, creatures who can you know leave something behind worth keeping instead of destruction and devastation hmm. so i mean that's what i think of as mm-hmm. you know entirely uh prepare
0: entirely ready do you know some people listen may be wondering okay so what's the difference between uh, having resolution being resolved and just trying hard or self-will you know it,
1: it resolve to me is deciding that I am committed in spite of what happens versus trying hard means I'm depending upon myself and my efforts to make something happen mm-hmm. because the seventh step is 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 uh, you know uh, allowing God? In, so, which is a strange word, but it's about to find out whether or not God can do what what the steps say God can do. Mm-hmm. That God is actually going to take away, mm-hmm. peel away, take off, remove character defects.
0: Yeah. That
1: that that the scales will be moved off my eyes. That that uh, that being deceitful and manipulative will will change from being to to trusting and letting go of control, mm-hmm. which means believing that God can. So resolve is preparation for the day. We, we, we have to decide before we go, so yeah. to speak. We don't just let life happen. We decide how we're going to live mm-hmm. as life is happening. Mm-hmm. And Daniel went to the lines then, whether you believe it literally or it's a extraordinary metaphor. It's still a living, breathing yeah. reality metaphor if, if it's not real. Mm-hmm. I happen to believe it's I'm that guy. I mean, I still cannot get away from that the child's imagination of possibilities is more real than the reality of what what adults turn life uh-huh. into. Uh, so anyway, so he was resolved, and he was going to find out whether or not God was going to take care of and deliver. Mm-hmm. And so this this the sixth step too entirely ready means that that come what may, I believe that God will do with me what, it, what God will. Real quick, I remember I was, uh, in uh, before moving from Dallas to here, been in recovery for, uh, uh, let's see, about six years. And I, open-hearted, prayerful, uh, wanted, desired to move, uh, had wanted to for years, but in the whole recovery process, surrendering, accepting, I remember resolved to make the move to Tennessee, to Murfreesboro. And um, I put it in the hands of God and asked God to grow me in the process, uh, to, to, to give me the passion and wisdom and good decision-making and uh, to cling to the vision until I receive messages or direction otherwise. And I remember when I was in a small group talking about this resolve and going, and I remember I, I I became tearful, and I said if I if God does not let me do this, if God does not bless this effort, if He doesn't move on this, then it, it will it will I said it will like kill me, meaning mm-hmm. uh, we, we it would hurt. And I was tearful. I said but but the tears came with but whatever God does, I I will still believe. Mm-hmm. That was. The lion's den, mm-hmm. I will be delivered one way or another, but God has already shown me that God mm-hmm. is God. So removal of the character defects, sometimes slowly, sometimes fast, but it's an awakening to be able to see ourselves in our need for change. Mm-hmm. And that, that most of the time in that surrender process, we're changing and people let us know we're doing it by their treatment of us, their sharing with us, their uh, vulnerability with us. They're trusting of us. It's like we don't even know (laughs) we're different, except we find ourselves wanting to be better and better people and and finding ourselves caring more and more.
0: We have a lot of people who listen, obviously, who are in recovery, you know, classic or formal recovery, 12-step recovery, who when you say remove our character defects and know exactly what you're talking about. What For those who may not know, what, what is it talking about to remove... To remove character defect, now, what what is that even? To, to remove all these defects of character, it says. Do you know what, uh, 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 when we think of defect or uh, uh, impairment,
1: uh-huh. um, and we think of disease, the, the only way that that disease has meaning is through comparison of something that we call normal.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, a a disease, the liver, disease, the lungs, a diseased stomach is something that's not functioning or, 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 or being in action what it's actually made to be. Mm-hmm. That the healthier the lungs, the deeper the uh, inhalation, the more room there is to be inspired, breathed into, to have output. You know, the farther I can run, the farther I can swim, the, the deeper the oxygen in my blood flow. I mean, it all works together. So in so many ways that when we talk about defect, it's about the things that keep us from being fully human. We did a podcast, oh gosh, I guess it was made three or four times ago, and we talked about unless a seed falls to the ground and dies, mm-hmm. uh, that, that seed is defective. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's, it has not become what the interior world is made. It's made to move beyond the shell. So I think of defects of those things that keep us from coming to normal. Of being fully thriving alive human beings capable of caring because we've been cared about which means we got open enough and vulnerable enough to be touched by others in god so that we're awakened to how we're created capable of caring that we we develop consciousness of our human being a likeness it's not that we're different from others we're the same as everyone else uh-huh. and then that turns into a conscience since i'm alike everyone else uh, what will hurt me will probably hurt you. So all of a sudden we're involved in this changeover doing unto others is as, as we would have them do to us. Mm-hmm. And then that conscience allows us to have this extraordinary thing called full fully alive empathy, which lets us live fully as normal human beings, not bigger than we are, not less than we are, to walk humbly with our mm-hmm. God. And... Uh, 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 allows us to live fully, allows us to actually love deeply, more deeply, and then allows us to lead well, because people follow heart. And that um, if we look at life from this is where I was, this is what happened, and this is where I am now, that's a story of growing from a shell, an acorn, that fell onto the ground and broke open, got involved in the soil, and then it's becoming an oak tree, regardless of how so the roots are going deep into the soil and growing up. Okay, but what, is that, what does that really, really, really mean? Well, it means that when we surrender to a growth process, there really is a process. And we're not in control of it, but it grows us. So this, you know, it's, I guess, Phil, it's, it ends up being a mystery that we can't define. We just know it works. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, the defect is coming back to normal. Mm-hmm. Coming back to regular, coming back to daily life, mm-hmm. coming back to never going to be superior, uh, coming back to also never going to be inferior, coming back to uh, uh, internal locus of control, uh, uh, increased uh, tolerance for frustration versus an external locus of control, and living in desperation and impatience. Um, so and, and then lastly, uh, uh, normal... Uh, doesn't mean we're defective, but normal does mean that we live in something that is also broken, um, that the heart is made to be inspired beyond what can happen in the reality of this life. So returning to normal also is is returning to finitude. uh, We're finite.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Returning to normal means also the capacity to grieve. And the capacity to celebrate being fully human Mm -hmm. is the expansion of us living between one and ten which really does you know that god is doing for us what we can't do for ourselves that we are being made fully human uh the shock and the amazement of just being human and makes room for god to just be god which really does prepare us with a level of sensitivity you know, we talk about 8, 9, and 10, 11, and 12. I mean, it gets us ready to really move into um, really joining the human being mm-hmm. experience when of were, sorrow. When you are talking about empathy
0: while ago, you know, about around humility, that's a natural, almost, in, I guess it is an intuitive bridge from 6 to 7. Because the 7th step begins with this idea of hum, we humbly ask Him. Yeah. To remove our to remove our shortcomings, we don't we don't demand it. We don't hat in hand snivelly yeah. beg. Not begging. We humbly ask yeah. him to do that. So there's almost like a <clears throat> the seventh step. If you look at it backward, if you read the seventh step and then look back at what the sixth step says, that well, of course, of course, the sixth step leads to this. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm, I'm ready for this, and then so what's the next step? I step off into this territory of with that humility being conscious and having a conscience and having yeah. empathy for the human condition, including my own, yeah. then the next logical step, intuitive step, is I humbly ask Him, please remove these things. Yeah. That, remove these things that block me from my recognition of my own finitude, that bring me back to normal, how humans are made to, to, to live.
1: Yeah. Phil, that reminds me of the, uh, uh, one of the Jesus stories. There's a, a, a somehow a group of people— it's a poser versus a person who's humbly asking. Mm-hmm. And the Pharisee is represented as uh, sort of the poser. And, and don't you know that in our past, we were all about looking a certain way, posing a certain way, uh, performing enough so that we could get the, get the prize? Yeah. And uh, if we could get enough prizes, then we would not feel this dis-ease. Yeah. Within us, we mm-hmm. would we would feel okay because we spend our lives comparing our outside our insides to other people's outsides. And we always wound up less than, oh, yeah. you know, or temporarily superior uh-huh. to, sure, you know. But we're always beating people or losing to people. Uh-huh. But the story Jesus says, uh, you know, who will receive the most is what the story is about. Who will who will get what they're asking mm-hmm. for? And he says the Pharisee comes in and talks about all that he has done, and then offers up some kind of minimal sacrifice. And then the publican uh, or sort of the tax collector comes in, comes into the back of the assembly of some sort and says, you know, mercy upon me. Please do for me. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything to offer. Mm -hmm. And when I think of of humbly, I think of it's not begging, but it's truth telling. I'm made out of dirt. Yeah, and I, I somehow I have a sense within me that it's not garbage dirt, but star dust, mm-hmm. divine dirt. Because this hope within me, I'm made for more. And yet, where is it? Mm-hmm. Is the question. And and it, if it's here, and I've already gotten some security from these other steps, that there's more to this than I ever dreamed possible. I'm ready for it. So give it to me. Now, we we keep on talking about a person could wind up going, but how? 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 Like. What do I do? Well, we're, we're saying what to do, but the problem with that is it's not an equation that lends itself to an exact number. There yeah. really is a very real process. We surrender to it. When we talk about surrendering to it, we mean giving ourselves to the results that come to us that we're not in control of. Because people say, gosh, you know, if I ever stop cry, start crying, See, sadness has its own course, mm-hmm. right? It has a process. Uh, a, a, cut, a cut has its own process of healing. It is a process. We have to surrender to the process of letting a cut heal. Mm-hmm. We can't make it automatically seal. But there's a, the bleeding stops, coagulation, the skin regenerates, it comes back together, it sticks together some miraculous way, it grows back together, mm-hmm. creates a temporary scar. Some of them fade, some of them don't. But it is a regeneration that we don't do. We prepare. We're entirely, we're entirely prepared for that regeneration to occur, but we don't do it. People say, if I start crying or grieving, I'm afraid I'll never stop. Well, the truth is, once the tears start, they have their own course. Yeah. You can't cry forever anymore than you can stay drunk forever. Mm-hmm. Sooner or mm-hmm. later, you pass out, go to sleep, and wake up again. Right. You know, throw up or whatever. Uh-huh. So the, we start our tears, and sooner or later, they, well, they run dry, and we end up going to sleep, or we end up going and taking a shower, or we, 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 make, we eat ice cream and, and, and uh, sit there and eat ice cream and watch television, and then they'll hit us again, and we'll start crying again, mm-hmm. and, or we'll, we'll, we'll get up and go to work because we need a break from our tears. There's a process, and the tears will actually have their own course. Our job is to let ourselves have them, yeah. Which is becoming entirely prepared mm-hmm. to to risk being human again, and seeing if God will start taking action, really amazingly, in our in our daily lives to do for us what our hopes and desires move us towards, and help us be willing to wait. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, and you know, we kind of start wrapping up this this segment. You know, but
1: God moves on. God moves on that merciful cry out. Yeah, You know, that that God doesn't do much
0: with posers except bring us the brokenness. <laughs> that's right. For sure. Do you know? And that's, you know, one of the features. Well, we've said it about every one of them, and we'll probably say it about the rest. It's going to come back. It It always comes back to the state of a person's heart working through these steps whether we've talked about humility we've talked about courage we've talked about running toward that even in our fear running toward that we're most afraid of we talk about the same thing every time because it comes back to the same thing every time yeah and that question even that you know
1: uh, is my heart ready do do i have i found enough heart it's like you know i don't know and i don't know till i know right and william said you know we'll kind of finish where we started he said dad i'm ready Mm-hmm. I'm prepared I mean I, I've retained so much of this material I understand it and I I, I could make the highest grade in the class <laughs> and then he said yeah, I could also make a B yes. but you know what guess what there it is uh-huh. there it is I can make the highest grade in the class or I can make a B he did not say I'll make a D yeah and he knows he will not make an F because mm-hmm. he's already succeeded yeah Do you know so Resolve. yeah and his heart's ready, and he did it, and he gave himself to it, and whatever comes comes, but it won't be below a blow of B unless he has strokes stroke sitting there in class. <laughs> and God, you know, you know our worst nightmares, of course. I yeah. hey, guess
0: what, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, great, man. It, yeah, we'll yeah. stop there for now. We'll on to, uh, if my calculations are correct, on to eight next time. Maybe I think so. Okay, I, I great. Think
1: six and seven are so tied together, and you're a great counter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. All right. Well, counting continues. Step eight next time. Thanks again for listening to us. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks, Phil.